Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Friday, October 15th. Wow. Month's almost uh, almost halfway over, so uh, pretty crazy times. Before we get into the daily financial news, uh, I actually got delivered something yesterday that I didn't know would ever happen. Uh, if you don't know, Amazon just allowed uh, creators to create hard copy books. And given how good uh, my second book came out, hard copy, I decided to take the original one rental at a time and create a hard copy. Uh, I am uh, very happy with how these came out. I don't know, never thought this book would be hard copy, but uh, I'm glad I did it. So that was kind of cool. When we look at the daily financial news today, a couple of things are uh, happening as expected. Uh, they are happening, yeah, just as we've talked about on this channel. Um, what should we do first? Let's talk about China first. Uh, if you've known my uh, my thoughts about what is going on in the China property market are kind of um, their version of our Great Recession. Right? They are uh, suffering through the painful unwinding of a real estate bubble that was frankly, larger than anything we had seen in the United States, including 2006 and seven. Some of the historic numbers we have talked about were just out of this world, right? 40 times income, the average you know, middle class owning a property and a half, not living in them, just unfinished, lots of things going on. The culture of owning home became their savings, their retirement, their status symbol, the herd went after real estate in China. And it went on, not for years, but quite possibly a decade. And now with this Evergrande collapse, and now five or six companies, property developers, not paying back, two things have already happened that I said would happen, and they're both not good. The first thing, again, was a layup was, hey, foreign capital, right? Not going to be all that excited to loan Chinese property developers money. It seems uh, that they're in their infinite wisdom. They are paying back local debt, but not foreign debt. So foreign debt is not being treated well. Hence, you are seeing debt denominated in U.S. dollars now spiking. Why is that? Well, the net's not if the debt's not worth anything it is being sold at a discount which makes the interest rate appear higher in the last 48 hours us denominated debt now trades at 20% interest folks that is junk bond status so number 1 that i told you what happened is happening right now foreign capital not so excited at least new foreign capital not very excited investing in the Chinese market. And yes, that will have an impact. Yes, that will cause more pain. Yes, yes, yes. 
Second, and probably the most dire, is I was proposing, because I don't know anything about the Chinese economy, but I assume people are people. In my million miles traveled for my day job, I was lucky enough to spend lots of days, weekends in foreign countries. And generally speaking, foreign all people are the same. They want the best for their family. They want their kids to have a better life than they do. They want to go shop, eat at restaurants, and all of that, generally speaking. Well, the Chinese has just spooked their citizens. So first, new property sales have fallen off a cliff. Some cities are reporting a 60% drop in transactions already, and we are just getting started. One of the things that Chinese are doing is they're trying to prevent people from just throwing inventory on the market and dropping prices further. This will not end well. So again, property transactions in China are falling. However, the most alarming fact and one I was fairly certain of, but given I've never experienced it, I wanted to, you know, him and ha, but it is happening right now. And that is the Chinese consumer is retreating. And again, I've been following the U.S. consumer for nearly 30 years and assumed they would behave the same in China, and they are. The best way to show this is Alibaba. Alibaba is the Amazon, eBay combination of China. Guess what? People are now slashing earnings, expectations, revenue for Alibaba in a huge way. Chinese citizens are not shopping. When you scare the consumer, they retreat. When they don't know what's coming down the line, when their wealth is taken away, they go into hibernation. And you will be amazed at how fast and how long they can do this. So again, there is not a lot of goodness going on in China right now. It is a bubble that has been popped and they have to pay the price now. I do think they have they are going to have a recession. They used to be upset with 8% growth. What are you how are you going to feel about negative 2, negative 4? This is what I think is on their horizon and to top it off. I can I don't understand what the CCP, the central government is doing. At the time of great stress in the property market where people are trying to sell, get out, not buy, they want to add property tax to the system. Yes, as part of their wealth distribution, take from the rich, give to the poor, they want to add property taxes now. If you further want to add stress to your system, (laughs) oh, it's just... What are they doing? I don't understand. It's like you could not imagine a worse combination of do this and this and this and hope things work out. Yes, adding additional taxes in the teeth of a recession. Just ask yourself this question. Let's assume, let's all go back in time in our little time machine. It's 2007. Maybe it's even, let's say it's 2008. And real estate is on the downslide. Downside. Man, I need some more coffee. What happens if the federal government were to come out and say, you know what, we are going to tax real estate ownership 2%. Everybody must pay. 
Wouldn't you think that would take more people that were kind of holding on and force them to sell as well? That is what the Chinese government is doing. It is going to be a mess. It is going to be bad. And it has just started. We will likely be talking about this for a year as the numbers come out. It is that bad, that big. Watch out. Next thing to talk about is employment, right? We have, we have seen some really unexpected employment numbers, and I found an article that summarized a lot of them, and I thought we would just go through them together because it's, it's kind of interesting to see them together as opposed to one-off tidbits. So um, here we go. So I got a whole bunch of numbers. So first off, 11, 11 million people quit their jobs in the last 90 days. Think about that. 11 million. That's pretty amazing. And again, I think that is great. I think that is the worker taking the power back. It is going to feed inflation. All of these things I'm talking about, again, none of these numbers I'm passing judgment on. They are just numbers. You can't, numbers aren't good or bad. It's just a fact and it's all feeding wage inflation. So 11 million people quit in 90 days. 2.9% of employees quit their job in August. Yeah, I think the number is like 4.5 million, but 2.9%, just another way to look at it. Again, wage inflation is coming. Don't forget, we, we posted a U3 unemployment rate of 4.8%. There was a time, folks, where 6% employment was, or unemployment was considered full employment. Think about that. Now we just posted 4.8%. Just on Thursday, for the first time, we had 293,000 new claims. First time we broke below 300,000. How about women leaving the workforce? 309,000 women left the workforce in September. That's an amazing number. That's amazing. 108,000 less childcare workers between September and February of 2020. 10.4 million job openings across the United States. 3.6, yes, folks, 3.6 million new retirees since the start of this pandemic. That's amazing. That's the baby boomers right there. 12.7% rise in wages for restaurant and bar workers. Just amazing. So a lot of this is going on. Again, to me, this is all feeding the wage inflation that will be with us for at least a year. Wages don't go up overnight. It builds in the system, carries up. Then companies will be raising prices and inflation will be with us for years to come. It is a repeat of the 1970s. Transitory is a joke. Just amazing. Talk about the most important number of the week. As I said on Sunday, it was retail sales. Retail sales came in hot, good growth. Consumers are spending. Yes, consumers are spending. Consumer spending is up 13.9% year on year. If you remove autos, it's up 
15.6% year on year. Yes, folks, the consumer is taking out their credit card, their debit card, PayPal, whatever it is, people are spending. Sporting goods, for example, up 3.7%. Gas stations, here's the one, gas stations, 38.2%. Hello, inflation, at least mainly inflation. Bars and restaurants, people are getting out. This is what we were looking for. Are people getting out or not? Bars and restaurants up 29.5%. Again, some of that will be inflation, a la your cheeseburger costs more. But yes, the consumer is, generally speaking, spending some money. Uh, again, we are a consumer-based economy, and to see that retail sales, and it, it surprised. It, people were expecting a negative number, right? A little bit of a retreat, and it was... Uh, it was hot, so the economy is doing pretty good, but inflation is real. Going back to the labor market, something I'm looking at is there seems to be a huge disconnect, right? We talked earlier, what was it, 10.4 million job openings, an unemployment rate of 4.8. We have people leaving the workforce. What the heck is going on? So I've been seeking articles trying to explain it, and I found an article that highlighted four factors that might point to why we have the great gap or the chasm between expectations. Number one, new business formation. New business formation uh, peaked in July of 2020 at 600,000 uh, and has been up 50% of normal ever since. People are starting their own businesses. Some of this may be out of have to, but some out of want to. Yes, people are going solopreneur, running small businesses, doing online. 600,000 new jobs, and the, the average is right around 50,000. So you get the, you get, you know, that's what, 12x. Uh, and again, we've been above 50% above norm for over a year. Yes, folks, entrepreneurship is alive and well in the United States and could explain some of the chasm we are seeing. Number two, people are feeling flush, right? If you have stocks, you are up 47%. If you own a home, you are up 25%. Plus, you have now probably evaluated your monthly spending and maybe where you had to spend, you had to have two incomes to support the family. Maybe you have adjusted your lifestyle and you now can survive on one. Husband, wife wants to stay home. The other one goes back to work. You had removed people from the workforce. Number three, there is real evidence that Americans saved a lot of the stimulus when they could, and people have saved up to 10% of GDP. So it is possible that some people are delaying going back to the workforce, perhaps until the new year. Uh, but again, with increased savings, removes stress and reverses need to get a job. And of course, we would be remiss if we didn't highlight that some people are choosing to quit instead of getting the shot. Vaccine mandates, we have seen the headlines uh, of people choosing not to and quitting. In fact, we had an NBA player named Kyrie Irving, plays for the Nets, I believe, he decided not to get the jab. It's going to cost him 13 million bucks. That's his right to choose that. 
uh, and I support his right to choose that. But yes, folks, some folks are quitting. You can't, uh, you may not like it, you may not agree with it, but we have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people quitting instead of saying yes. So there are lots of reasons when you add them together why job creation may be below expectations, why we may have 10.4 million job openings and nobody's going back. But all of this, regardless of the one through four, there are openings and how you fix that is the example from Monday. If you want to have your full employment at your retail or restaurant, you jump salaries. The restaurant I talked about used to be 14 bucks. They jumped it to 25. They had endless applications and a full bench. They can have multiple shifts. Then they raise the price on the menu 30%. If you are a small business and you can't hire, pay more. They will come. But guess what? You're going to have to raise your prices so you don't lose money. This is the world we're in. This is why inflation is real. Wage inflation, wage inflation, wage inflation just throws through. Next thing, uh, my 8 o'clock cancel. So I think what I'm going to do is just do a random live stream. I got a bunch of questions and comments, some things just on the top of my head I want to talk about. I have no idea how long I will go. Probably 20, 30, maybe 40 minutes. But yes, folks, I will do a live stream just randomly here in about 13 minutes. Uh, if you want to ask questions, I will be there for you. Otherwise, I'll just go through what's top of mind and have some fun. So at the end of the day, have a wonderful Friday. Remember, the daily financial news does not stop on the weekend. We do it on Saturday and Sunday as well. Take care of yourself. Subscribe, like, comments. Have a wonderful day. Bye.